Go Loud presents the Lennon Courtney podcast. Go loud. Going back to the bit you're saying about, like, say, start somewhere, like, join the library, do something. Back or up there, John. <laughs> Tell us what I you, tell you, tell, you kick it off, Brendan Esther's. <laughs> Let's go join the library. I bring orange juice. You're not allowed to bring orange juice into the library. You damage the books. No food and drink. What's up with that? Why would you do? Well, for some people, maybe that is a step, Brendan. And you're poo-pooing on their library dreams. There's no fines. If you now. want to go and join a library, unhook your bra and off you go. <laughs> I'm Sonia Lennon. And I'm Brendan Courtney and you're listening to the Lennon Courtney podcast. We are so happy to be back for season nine. In this series, we want to offer you some tools to help improve your life. Whenever you're feeling lost and want to reset, pop us into your ears and we'll work it out together. The Lennon Courtney tribe. To start us off this season, we're going to help answer the question so many of you have been asking us. How do you put yourself first? We know you're looking for some inspiration, a spark, a catalyst of some sort to help you get yourself on your new path. And we hope this episode of the podcast will be your first step. This is the Thinking Woman's Guide to Putting Yourself First. Get out of my way. (laughs) Today, we are talking about the Thinking Woman's Guide to Putting Yourself First. Yeah. Well, it's timely because it's is it October now? So the kids are back at school. and So from teaching fitness years ago, right the way through to fashion, once the kids go back to school, it's kind of like a, a line in the sand for the women that we work with that, right, okay, breathe. Kids are back in school. I can start to think about myself. So for example, like January 1st, the 1st of September, like that week, gym memberships go fly up. It's a reset. Yeah. Attendance to Pilates classes shoots up. Sales and fashion shoots up. So it's an opportunity to get... But what we've felt since COVID is that the women that we speak to largely feel a little... Not, not everybody, of course, but a few, a good few we've spoken to, to feel a little bit stuck. Yeah. Looking for that little... So this is your moment to reset. This is going to be amazing! <laughs> <laughs> and also, can I just take a moment to say... Welcome back and welcome to series nine. Can you believe it? (laughs) Friends looking to the middle distance going, no, I can't quite (laughs) believe it. Now we're getting perilously close to 100 episodes. So we'd have to mark that with a cocktail or two. Or a disco brunch. Oh, hello. We've been threatening that for a year we, now. Yeah. We have teased that a little bit. So if you have the shoes on since the first time we announced it, uh, <laughs> dust <laughs> them off. Yep. <laughs> this week, it's Friday, right? And I have spoken to about a thousand women this week in Belfast, Dublin and Killarney. And the, there was a real pervasive mood in the room that those women are ready to just break out and do what they need to do to push themselves forward. It's almost like they need either a big green button or permission to just go for it. Or maybe it's just your presidential rilings. <laughs> there was a bit of riling, but a very positive riling. Okay. And, and I think when people get that energy and they feel like, oh my God, it, it can be a catalyst. And it won't keep, that energy won't keep you going forever. But what we were talking about was the fact that if it can embed small sustainable changes that that's a really good thing so it changes habits but even go back a step putting yourself first is going to make in the long term or even in the midterm not only you happy but everyone around you happy totally because if you're miserable and you're trying to s- s- slam their masks on first and you can't breathe you're going to be all unhappy right so put yeah. your mask on first take your time and then you're a much better person 
I think so. Yeah. That was probably a very bad description. No, no. No, it's about, there's, a, there's an analogy, isn't it? Like, it's like when you're in an aircraft, say, yeah. please put your mask on first yeah. and then help your children because you can't do anything for them unless you're relatively stable yeah. right yeah. And, we, and we have an episode coming next week's episode is go, or the week after is going to be um, an episode on boundaries and we had a really you guys spoke to a really interesting um, speaker Alan Lyons and so if you're in that's just kind of a, that's all part of the jigsaw so if you're a, a companion piece yeah, right yeah so you so tune in for that one uh, next week we're very close right now Esther step back step for the mic <laughs> step back from me oh from you <laughs> crossing oh, sorry, a boundary so <laughs> like it's all about you, have to, you can't just like just set your life on fire and start again it's small little changes and you kind of build and did you say Sonia you can't boil the ocean yeah but yeah I think I think a lot of this and I was having this discussion yesterday with a woman and we were talking about um, what's right for you like what's your routine and what's your way of being that's right for you and you're, it's probably extraordinarily bespoke, that routine. The one that makes you feel like you're, you know, the best version of yourself. Um, and it takes real time and energy and effort to, to get to that point. It's like we always say with the exercise. If you enjoy it, it's not a chore. You'll do it because you love it, right? Um, but it's getting to the thing that, that really brings you joy is actually the tricky bit of the process. And so now I know you laughed at me You, you and, and I, I wish you had tackled me on it actually about my toothbrush and you know my extra internet of things. I think about it all the time. I bet you do. She has a smart toothbrush. I cannot get my head around it. I love it. But you see I used to date this idiot who had a timing toothbrush and you'd be lying in the bed on a Sunday night and you'd say like, oh, bit of a passion killer right what a bit of a passion killer and he'd be like 30 seconds <laughs> <laughs> in a timed toothbrush I was like no 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 I think I, I do think about your toothbrush yeah, all the time uh, and it's really it's probably too much I have a smart mirror do you yeah what does it do, does it do? Yeah, it says you're gorgeous Did you, I wrote up my smart mirror joke yeah you are feeling brave today. <laughs> I think it's it's building habits and, and we've talked before about habit stacking. So if you want to change a habit, attach it to a habit yeah, you already back, have. Yeah, but go back, go back, go back because I think we've got lost on a fork here. Yeah, we have. And I, I tell you what the fork is. You go fork yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the fork in the road is, fork off. The fork in the road is that I think we're talking about slightly two different things, right? One is women in the coming out of say summer holidays loads of kids and also post-COVID loads of kids stuck at home right now feeling a little bit or no kids or no kids but feeling I often find the more oppressed women are the ones who have are raising families they've they've more people to consider than themselves right so or or their carers they're caring for an elderly parent or somebody who's got more other than themselves to think about yeah they come to they come to an opportunity to refine themselves right and it doesn't have to be new habits or Joe, it just has to be, I want to get back to myself. Yeah. You know that feeling, right? I said the other day at one of the talks that somebody was asking about, what, you know, what about style? And we don't, we don't talk a huge amount about style and styling anymore. But I said to the room, if, if, you, if you feel when you look in the mirror that the outside doesn't match the inside, something needs to change. Yeah. You know, and I think, I think a lot of women that we talk to feel that how they present themselves doesn't represent who they are inside. And as Alan Lyons would tell us, that creates an emotional dissonance and you feel disconnected to your true self. And I think that even if you're listening to this podcast now and you're thinking, who I look like to me isn't me. Yeah. Go and take your best trusted friend, the one who never is mean to you. The one who's happy for you. The one who's happy for your success. And go into town and try on some clothes. You don't have to spend a fortune 
and try and find the stuff that makes you feel like you. Funny, this time of year I get a number of unsolicited reach-outs. Will you come and style my wife? Mm. Or will you come? And, and, and it's tricky for us because we have our own label and sometimes that doesn't suit everybody and sometimes people don't want that label. So it's, but we can only promote that label. And so it's, it's, it's a kind of, we're in a bit of a dichotomy. And also we're designers now, not stylists. And that's a different thing. We sell clothes to a wider group of people. And so I find myself kind of conflicted. But I'm also conflicted because I also think that's not the answer. Me putting paper over the cracks. No, but you know, I know certainly from the work that we do with Work Equal, it can be the catalyst. Yeah. And I think that's what people need. Whether it's going and attending an inspiring talk or whatever it is, whether it's going shopping with your friends, whether it's changing one tiny bit of your... And that's why I'm saying about the habit piece, you just need to change one thing. Because if you don't change anything, you'll stay the same. Mm. And I think if, you're, if you feel like you're stuck, just, just change one thing. And that, that can set in motion then a momentum that can give you the confidence to start changing other Here's things. Here's an interesting one. I have a complete and absolute, like Adam, my partner, screams, stop coming behind me. He doesn't make the bed properly and it drives me mad. Now, I'm quite anal about how I clean, but I make my bed every day the minute I get up. And I think that's really important. And there's a book called Make Your Bed Every yeah. Day, which is about sort of aligning out your priorities and creating habits, right? And I think it's for for the making the bed, it, it sets a tone of organisation for your day. Yeah. So you know you're not leaving a trail of chaos behind you. Well, that's it. If I come back into the house and I look into the bedroom and the bed's all messy. It's horrible. Well, the he- my head's messy. Yeah. It's, and it's very, it's right in the I hallway. I get that. Yeah. The he- my, it makes me feel... Your bed is not in the hallway. Well, it's in, it isn't. It's off the hallway. No, I know, but, but it's not I can't, in the hallway. But it's not upstairs. I have no. to walk past it. Exactly. So I have to see it when I come home because I live in an apartment. So if that's not... In order. It's upsetting. It's upsetting. Yeah, no, I get that. Which triggers my OCD. <laughs> yeah. I hate why Adam makes the bed. God. <laughs> but um, what you're saying the, about... So Adam says to you, sorry, stop coming behind me, me every day. I'm fixing. Okay. Hovering. Okay. Hovering. But he hears me. <laughs> He's like, stop doing Ho- that. Just... corner. This is actually kind of funny. And, and it is funny. We both laugh about it. But we have two bathrooms and I... I, li- I like to clean the house and it doesn't bother me at all but one day I just sort of barked at Adam do you think those toilets clean themselves and he was like you should patent that self-cleaning toilet they're genius <laughs> <laughs> so yeah maybe I'm just fussy am I well you like it the way you like it but maybe he's doing his best it's not your best but it's his best I've only ever had one cleaner who cleans as clean as me and she quit because I was too annoying. But going back to the bit you're saying about like say start somewhere like if you go to a start going to something you might end up painting like a free evening or join mm. the library or do something but when it comes to saying Join the li- Back up there the li- <laughs> Tell us what you I tell you tell, you kick it off round in Esther's <laughs> Let's go join the library I bring orange juice You're not allowed to bring orange juice into the library you could damage the books No food and drink Yeah. What's up with that? Why would you do well, for some people, maybe that is a step, Brendan, and you're poo-pooing on their library dreams. There's no fines If you now. want to go and join a library, go and join a library. Yeah. Unhook your bra and off you go. <laughs> so whatever it is, wherever it is that you're heading, that can be your reality as a future truth. And you kind of just grow into it. Yeah, you're losing me now. It's this, <laughs> this bullshit. It's my future truth. So you have to start somewhere. <laughs> well, no, I tell you, here's a, just to meet you both in the middle on that. Thanks. So when I, <laughs> as someone whose style I really like because it suits me and, I, and it's easy to emulate is Ryan Gosling. And of course, he's a total ride. Mm. But he does do very nice black tie. He does. And I, I always screen grab what he's wearing because it just it gives you ideas. So that'll surprise people that Sonia and I don't go to a blank canvas and just, we actually look at what people we like are wearing and, and sort of 
be influenced by that yeah. as well and not afraid to be influenced because you'll enjoy it. But yeah, I suppose it's an, uh, it is a little island on its own, that style getting lost stylistically and not knowing what to wear like when looking in the mirror not seeing yourself and and sometimes that has nothing to do with clothes sometimes you just feel the like you're people floating me, in a life bring back off the rails all the time all and I'm the like, time yeah. I'm like no absolutely not yeah. I always say I now say which annoys people we're too old get someone else to do it we don't want to do it going back to what you were saying about you know your your domestic situation I mean that can be kind of smothering to, to bring your analogy forward, you know, and I think, I think, I think when there are um, kids in the house, it, um, and it, you know, it's really interesting. I, I, <laughs> I've been travelling, as I mentioned, quite a lot this week, yeah. and Dave came home one night, and Evie said, he said, "Oh, I'm sick of coming home and having to do things." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, welcome to my world, yeah. Yeah. you know. So I think. I think it's okay to just step out. Do you think there's any merit in saying to somebody you meet and if their situation is such that their partner says that regularly, do a Shirley Valentine and just do a midline flit for a weekend. I mean, I actually think that's Well, you know that there is a Facebook group called Women Over 50 Who've Moved to Portugal. (laughs) There's a Facebook group Something along those lines. And and there's and apparently if you join the Facebook group Facebook group and you're like, I'm thinking of coming to live in Portugal, they're like, Come on, it's amazing. So you're you're a bit you're a big believer in having your running away money, right? Is that you? Yeah. That came from my mum. Yeah. I mean that's that's so for me, money is choice. So if you if you don't if you don't have your own funds, you, your your choices are limited. Yeah. So you know, if you're if you're stuck in a in a relationship that you don't want to be in, that's really bloody hard at the moment. And I know so many people who are divorced, separated, and still living together. Ugh. Horrendous. But that's that is, it's everywhere. It, imagine because they can't afford to live in separate homes. No. Yeah, but th- it's easier said than done, right? Yeah. <laughs> you think. <laughs> Yeah, but if you own the house together, mm. how do you... Oh, awful. So what do you do? You sell the house and you buy Nightmare. two smaller houses, but there are now two smaller mm-hmm. houses to buy. And, and oh you my know, God. it's horrendous. I know so many people who are stuck in that God, situation. That's awful, isn't it? Now that's stuck. Yeah. Right? So, uh, and I think, I think, you know, if you're coming... That's beyond your control as well, isn't it really? It's horrendous. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, I do often think that if there was another way... You know, myself and my friends talk about the commune all the time. Yeah. You know? Build a commune. Build a commune and, you know, live your way. I th- and, uh, like, I, I, I don't know. I don't There's know. There's a brilliant th- commune in um, Nace. Uh, it'll come to me now. And it's, but you can sell your house and you buy your lease. Macaulay yeah, House. Macaulay House. You'd be over 65. And there's lots of people just at 65. About I mean, I five. love the way you did the documentary about Macaulay House and I remember the name of it. Yeah, but that's your job. You're just great <laughs> at that. And uh, the woman who set it up is an amazing woman and she really, like it was, she got the convent. It was in disarray. She put 61 units in it. You buy for 35 grand for the rest of your life you have this one or two bedroom unit and you get all the money from your house to give to your kids or mm. whatever you don't mm. do with it and then a doctor comes and sees everybody in the morning yeah. and then a nurse Communal comes services. there's a gallery there's like it's it's a commune and yeah. it's divine yeah I think I think there's something in that you yeah. know imagine if well, go back, imagine go back, go back, if there was yeah. go back answer the question do you think would you ever advise a human doesn't matter the gender to do 
would you ever advise a woman, say a woman comes up to you and says, he's driving me mad, he's, I love him, but I need it. Would you ever say, right, just why don't you just disappear for 24 hours? I think it would be a wonderful thing to do. I'm, actually, <laughs> I love that you think that would be a good thing to I do. I mean, I'd, I'd go further. Go to I, New York, spend well, money. Well, I mean, you know, three months in India. I'd love to do that. Three months? Yeah. Would you, uh, but would your relationship be there after three months? I tell you where I would like to go. I would like to go to the... I wasn't actually asking if you <laughs> would like to leave. But if we're going to talk about you, oh, let's not, do it. <laughs> not me, my friend Wanya. Wanya, yeah. Let's talk about Wanya. <laughs> She's the, a beautiful woman. and uh... That woman, Eleanor Mills, who set up Noon, um, which is a, a kind of a platform for midlife women, because she thinks n- n- midlife is only noon. the middle. Oh, Got, got it, got it. Thank you. Um, and she went on a hallucinogenic retreat in the Caribbean. Ooh, good woman. Uh, and it's it, it's you're minded by by Sherpas, and you it's get off it's your head. yeah, and 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 like ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. It's Something. safer than ayahuasca. it's safer than ayahuasca, and it's it, it's safer for the individual because you you have a guide. Mm. Um, and they'll they'll talk you through it. And I mean, she she just said it was extraordinary, absolutely extraordinary. I think that'd be an amazing thing to do. But have you ever had a strepsil in a library? It's quite <laughs> extraordinary. When we were fourteen, going to the Rock was a local disco, and and you could pretend you didn't know who you got off with by saying, "I took too desperate my Coca Cola." <laughs> oh, you're off your face. <laughs> but. Let me just share this with with you, this piece I read in self.com and we'll put it in this week's newsletter, which I hope you're all signed up to. So uh, a writer spoke to Dr. Robert Allen from the University of Colorado, who said there are a number of reasons why you might find it odd to prioritise yourself, because it probably will. It will. It would feel it feel strange. You might have gendered expectations, the thought that good women put other people first. There might also be cultural norms around hard work, i.e. rest is equivalent to laziness or specific family ideals around showing up for one another. You know, love means never saying no. And all of these things that you're kind of internalising and you just, it's a habit of a lifetime and to yes. break those, you've got to just... Well, I think the, the, the big thing I've learned from talking to Alan and that's the mini-sode which is going to come up it's great he's a business psychologist who talks really about setting boundaries and how to put yourself first in a way and the big thing I got was I think the big barrier for the women that I know in my life particularly and myself with my own family is guilt that there's a there's a there's a mm-hmm. legacy of Catholic guilt in all of us, right? D- don't be too sexy. Don't be too loud. Don't be not a sexy good girl. Don't you know? There's all these legacies with repression about sexuality, repression about women, right? And it's just uh, it's ultimately about repression, and they used guilt as the force because mm. then you go to hell, right? Mm. So we're of our generation are on the edge of that where I know younger people just don't feel the same way about it right they, they talk about gender in a completely different way my nieces and nephews they're like what's the problem they don't have that religious rigid rigid embedded stereotypes, stereotypes which we have and yeah. I think we're watching I call the women that are older than us and the real mould breakers who were before our generation the Sharon Osbourne women who really broke out of it when they didn't they remember no contraception they remember mm-hmm. being oppressed and then they're going Ah, I'm going to yeah. go and cut my hair short and dye it red and go mm. to take hallucinogenics on an island in the Caribbean. It's amazing. But they, they were sort of outliers for their generation, yeah. right? And I see it with my own sisters as well. My mother can guilt us like that. She put, I opened every, get, get your jacket, we're going on a guilt trip. You know, <laughs> it, it's still there that. And how do you stop that guilt? So if you're a woman listening to this, kids are going to college, he's annoying you, you need some time, me time, but you get guilty for going off. How do you stop the guilt? Any tips? 
I think like you have a choice over your emotional response. It takes a bit of learning, but you like I honestly don't feel guilt. Would you put guilt in the same emotional as regret, regret and jealousy? Those three are absolute waste of time, right? They have no utility. But they're emotions. They are. They feel emotional, right? Yeah. So guilt, jealousy, regret. Yeah. Like I heard a great line about regret that it takes it takes a huge imagination to imagine what might have been if you'd done things differently. Why not use that imagination to think about what might yet be? Yeah. The future you, like yeah. you said. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's the same energy, same sure. mental energy. <laughs> but it I is. can see the future you from here. Which <laughs> <laughs> is gorgeous. But no, but I, I know you're la- you're like laughing or kind of like laughing at the idea of future idea of future you but it is just having a daydream that like a little kind of almost comfort no, blanket that you kind of, kind of but project for if you can't envisage where it is you want to get yeah. there well, no, it's give it, very give it, hard give it better easier speak which is um, embody in your head the feeling of what you're trying to achieve right whether it's liberation whether it's happiness whether it's joy whether it's an award and picture yourself doing that and even when I wanted to run properly, I would picture myself running and feeling light and talking to myself, my legs are light because sometimes they feel heavy. And if I go for a run and my legs are heavy, I'd say, they're light, they're light. And you kind of yeah. embody the feeling. And yeah. that, that does work. Yeah. It takes a lot of it effort, does. though. It does, but the rewards are huge. Do you not think? Yeah. And I think it's it's that kind of visioning piece where if you if you can't, if you're not moving towards something... That contributes to the stuckness. I, I just have this image of my my grandmother's neighbour who was, she used to uh, imagine her husband dead. <laughs> Your kids are going to have, you know, certain emotional baggage anyway. Yeah. Right? For, no matter what you do. See, I, I don't think you can, I don't think... My Jack Russell has no emotional baggage. Oh, I don't know about that, Nancy. Um, so I, th- I think there are stories and there are narratives and there are things that you do you do for good or for bad that are going to have... You hope as much of a positive impact on your, your kids as you can, but there are going to be some negative impacts. That, that's a kind of a given. So you might as well save yourself in the process. Yeah. You do, know? Do you please yourself, you know. Pardon me? <laughs> Make yourself happy. Oh, God. Okay, pedal backwards now quickly. Um, yeah, it's, I, I, think, I think it's a, it's a, it's a beast that needs to be managed, the old guilt. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, and you have to start somewhere. Same thing. What's the small action? What are you going to like? And actually, if you think about it, if say you did decide, OK, what really brings me joy is going for a walk every evening with my pal, having a chat, whatever it is. Go to the library. J- just go to the library, whatever it is. Pop a stretch. That'd be a Saturday night, Brendan, if they do late night. <laughs> just do it. And do it with somebody so that you're accountable because you'll lie to yourself and you'll, you'll you know... Make excuses. Ju- make excuses and dupe yourself out of it. Bring somebody with you. But... <clears throat> here we go. To, back to here the we library. Go. But if your life's goal is to do, say, like to write a great work, staggering work with breath, breathtaking genius and you want to write a book, but you absolutely don't a have... Work, the, a, sta- a staggering, staggering work, work of breathtaking, breathtaking genius. genius. It's the name of a book. Is it? Yeah. Um, is it really? Yeah. Staggering work how to write, is it how to write a book? No, I think that's just the name, the title of the book. A staggering work, work of, of breathtaking, breathtaking genius. genius. And S- subtle. Uh, who wrote that? Do you know, I'm afraid you have to Google that yourself, <laughs> Brendan. <laughs> I can't do everything around here. <laughs> I do the bare minimum. But anyway, so you know, maybe join the library, start reading more, and you know, that's pop, a really good <laughs> idea. <laughs> so where were you going genius. with that point before we got so no idea? Anyway, by you. doesn't matter. But thank you for that, Sean, for giving us uh, the. Sean's uh, in the house. Welcome, Sean. Sean's in the house. Hello, everyone. 
Uh, so what are we going to put on our Put Yourself First t-shirt? Nobody cares. Oh yeah, <laughs> Nobody baby. Cares. Nobody cares. And the main thing about guilt or putting yourself first is a, an unfathomable power of realising people, nobody really gives a fuck. You're the only yeah. person who really cares about you. And now, you, people love you and they want you to be happy. But when it comes to your ultimate happiness, it really has to be driven by you. Mm. And then, of course, you pass that on to your children and people you love. But really, look after yourself first and everybody around you will be happier. Oh, Most Brandon. especially you. <laughs> ah, Brandon. Ah, yeah. He softened in the end. <laughs> The Lennon Courtney podcast is an Exceed Potential production. Episodes are produced by EOMD Productions. Follow at Lennon Courtney on all social media platforms for the latest news and updates. New episodes are released every Thursday. Rah!